In this audio, you're going to hear from Jean-Luc Boissonneau, the former owner of Freeform Fitness and the founder of JeanLucBoissonneau.com. Over a series of short interviews, we're going to talk to Jean-Luc about the early days of his business, where the idea came from, what motivated him to launch the business, and how he shaped the idea into something tangible. In this interview, I ask Jean-Luc, cash flow is often an issue for businesses in the beginning. How did you overcome this in your company? I have to reiterate that I didn't know much, right? My knowledge of business wasn't very good. When I took that 250000 I'd like to look back on how much the equipment was, but I left no money for marketing, really. Mm. And I just opened it and thought that people would just come. Obviously, I don't regret anything because it's made me who I am but there's just much smarter ways to go about it Um, the first thing that I think I fell into that I didn't even realize was that until later is that cash flow is the number one reason people go out of business they can't manage their cash flow but in my in my situation it, it was kind of something that was already doing already happening in the fitness industry which was i was a personal trainer i would sell the dream to the client Mm -hmm. they would pay me and then i would train them Mm -hmm. right so i got money up front whereas when i started um you know talking to business people exploring things i realized that not every business is like that right a lot of businesses they get the money afterwards and they have to wait they have to wait a certain amount of time and some people don't pay and that's where you start to run into into issues you know from the get-go I had this advantage that I had already been selling in this way that everyone that came through the door there was no um, you know there was no delaying payment so I think that's right there is a huge lesson in itself if you look at it on a on a bigger scale is figure out a way that you sell something to people mm-hmm. first you know that you're not um, coming out with a product and hoping that they buy like sell know how to sell is no, know how to sell that product is the number one thing you need to f- figure out first most entrepreneurs you know that they fall into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because just like me they were doing something they were a trainer turned business owner that owns a gym or electrician that ends up owning an electric company or you know it's this thing so we're we're really um, we're doing skilled work and we have no idea what we're doing when it comes to business so yeah so getting um, money up front is uh, I think something that was just hugely important that made sure that we were succeeding because then it meant it meant I just have to go after and get more people and, I, and if I could get more people and they would come in the door, they would buy, it would be very hard for me not to, like, to have a cash flow issue. Mm-hmm. If, and, and, you know, the, as I started, the, the, first num- the first target to hit was rent, right. you know. How do we pay rent? Like, we need this much amount, so we need to sell this much, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and those expenses add up and stuff. So you you just had to make sure that you're always having a constant flow of people. And you know, since then I've opened, you know, another handful of businesses. Mm-hmm. It's always under the expectation of what you think. Yeah. You always expect it to be better than what it actually is, and you always catch yourself trying to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in French we say like pets knee, like you're skating. <laughs> You know, you're just trying to, to get a hold of everything. Yeah. I had been se- selling personal training, right. right? So I knew I was comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, when I started the, you know, my fitness club, there was this, you know, and we'll talk about this later on, but there was this huge transformation that had to happen because I wasn't in the business of selling memberships. I had been in the business of changing people. Right. So um, when it came to when it came to selling memberships, it was really not something that I liked, you know, and I thought was giving value to people. So I had to change that model over time. But and and really, I changed it to what I had been doing. If you look at it, right? Um, I knew how to sell training. I knew and I would get the money up front and I could deliver a service that was worth talking to uh, talking about. To all their friends at the end of the day there's an answer yeah. it's just you don't know what you don't know right. and like sometimes you're in this you know I can look back now and go geez I like there's so much I could have done better mm-hmm. and if I was doing it today I'd do it differently yeah. um, at the beginning but at the same time there was key things for my you know confidence if you know I wonder that if I didn't have all that skin in the game. Like if I if I didn't have, you know, those worries of the house and the money on the line, if I would have been able to handle all those challenges that I've handled, right? So the kind of the risk, the throwing yourself out there really helped, yeah. you know, at that time for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, you know, I said in the first episode that, you know, even if you start something small on the side and st- yeah. and that way, you know, you have a secure thing already right. and things are okay. Maybe you're not as happy as you want to be, but things are still okay. Yeah. And you can start on the side and just kind of test the waters and then all of a sudden get one little benefit. You know, if you made a hundred dollars that week, that's a hundred dollars you didn't have. Yeah. And if you figured out how to make a hundred dollars, you can probably figure out how to make a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. Right. So it's it's just going out there and testing. But what I'm seeing when I talk to to friends is that they're even scared of going out and testing like they're they're scared of almost any movement, like any kind of uh, trial because they're comfortable. And it's this comfort that is just toxic. Yeah. Right. Because they think they're they're comfortable. But so does everyone that works in these big massive corporations that are all losing their jobs right they aim for those corporations because they think it's going to be a nice secure comfortable job and right now and in the in the near future these are the unsafest places to be Mm -hmm.